listening to the Couples Guide podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Talia. We're both licensed marriage and family therapists. And today, like every day, (laughs) we're debunking myths and delivering truth about dating, relationships, and everything in between. Trust us. It's awesome. Episode 51. Man. so excited. Are you excited? I'm I'm fucking jealous, man. I, I can't I believe <laughs> I can't believe that we've done 50 episodes already, by the way. And you're still somehow just perfectly put together and ripped and ready for action. <laughs> Are you jealous? I'm just always jealous of you, Talia. Everything about you. I haven't washed my hair in four days. So <laughs> this is and- my dry shampoo. <laughs> And that's why I'm jealous is that even with that, I know listeners can't see you, but you're right across from me and I'm so jealous. (laughs) We're talking about jealousy today and I know that's so silly, but it's actually kind of a big one. Um, Coming from a listener question, when you're managing jealousy after infidelity and um, let me read the actual, the actual question that came in. Um, the listener was asking how to stop being jealous in a new relationship because you were badly cheated on in the past one. That's the actual question that came in. So yeah, what happens when you've been really hurt in, from a past relationship, you're cheated on, and yep. now you're noticing this great new relationship, this um, jealousy is coming up and you know it's linked, you know it's because of that hurt from the past infidelity and uh, you're trying to work through that. Cool question. Such a good question. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Yeah. I would like to start, if uh-huh. we can, by making clear the definition of jealousy okay. and to separate it from envy, because sometimes that yes. gets a little mixed up. Sure. Um, I so love that. this is straight from our good old dialectical behavioral therapy Uh the difference between jealousy and envy. So envy would be more like other, the difference between how I look at the difference between envy and jealousy is thinking that envy is like thinking you deserve what others have. Others have more than you. You're unlucky. You're a failure. You're comparing yourself to others more like you'd want what that person has. You're envious of it. And jealousy is more, I'm feeling threatened. Like something I already do have is being either perceived to be taken away by another or might be actually, you know, somebody's flirting with my partner, et cetera. So that's the difference between envy and jealousy is you're envious when you want something another person has Mm -hmm. and you're jealous when something or some other person is trying to take what you already have, or you perceive a threat with something that you have like a relationship. Yes. Love that. I, um, I also think it's important to note with this particular question, we're talking about a very specific context Yes. where this is a new relationship that has not had infidelity yes. yet. And, you're, and we're noticing that there's um, one partner feeling this jealousy, not envy, this jealousy, and has some insight and awareness to know that it's stemming from the past experience with a different partner. Yeah. That's the, just to be clear, those are very different ball games if the context yeah. is different. And we're going to really zero in and focus because already that's great and complicated enough. Yeah. Uh, but we want to zero in on this context. Uh, when the partner that experiences jealousy 
because of their current partner, it's intentionally not that current partner who's doing the cheating. Because uh, that is hard. That fucking sucks being on both ends of that. It's hard to be the partner who's like, well, I'm not the one who's cheated. <laughs> why, why are you, you know, why is my partner really upset? Yeah. And it's really hard to be, of course, the partner who's experiencing this jealousy. And we want to explain why that's the case. Um, to be in that hard spot, knowing in your head, oh my gosh, this new partner is amazing. There's no reason for me to be jealous, but that fucking sucked with my past partner. So all this really hard emotions coming up. So, mm -hmm. and I, I would even yeah. take it a step further. We don't yeah. obviously have the listener in front of us. Uh -huh. I don't know. Again, that's why delineating envy versus jealousy. It's such yeah. an industry standard, so uh -huh. to speak, to just assume it's jealousy. I really think what they're describing is more so feeling triggered mm -hmm. or feeling those remnants of I'm projecting onto my current partner what yeah, I yeah. was like emotionally or what have you or what was yeah. done to me in my past relationship. So I think it takes it a step to the analyst in me takes it a step further past jealousy is feeling like you're getting triggered because yes. maybe your current partner is doing things that have nothing to do with infidelity, yeah. but they remind you of the partner who had infidelity who was cheating on you in your last relationship so i want to make that note also that yes. we don't know more than this the person didn't message yeah. it more than this that yeah. likely then they may just be doing random behaviors that have nothing to do with infidelity but the yeah. person's feeling triggered rightfully so of like oh shit my ex used to do that and he cheated on me what's going on here so i yeah. want to add that also that it, it may not be a bad yeah. behavior that they're doing or like a worrisome behavior it may just be some neutral behavior but simply because your body's associated that with an ex yes. feelings of jealousy and being hyper vigilant to your own relationship these are all the symptoms right you're believing that you were cheated no one cares about you um you're nothing to your partner your partner's going to leave you right those feelings of jealousy are absolutely spot on when it comes mm -hmm. to this I have like a whole chart that i can mm -hmm. attach if people are curious yeah yeah, I, I like what you're saying because it, it really boils down to the partner who's experiencing this jealousy. I've already hinted at it, is, is experiencing this hurt. Yes. There's this hurt that's happened previously and the current relationship, there's things going on that are triggering, that are bringing up this past hurt. What's yes. hard in the current relationship is that this hurt is, is then applied to the current relationship, even though the hurt came from a different relationship. Yes. So the first thing is acknowledging, looking at these moments of jealousy that maybe this person's experiencing and going, okay, there's a hurt there. And what's bringing up the jealousy is my threat activation. Ooh, yeah. danger, danger, danger. And yes. I think uh, we could probably go with a bunch of examples, but one easy example I would think of is, um, uh, the current partner, the new partner, um, the amazing partner, let's go with, let's just assume the new partner yes. is just like, you know, perfect. everything perfect, right? So there's no little, you know, complications there. Yes. Um, is talking to someone, just normally, just chatting with the, with a new person, sure. right? And the person, you know, uh, who, the listener who's having this jealousy gets that threat, like, oh my gosh, my partner's talking to someone new. And to that person, it's that threat that that new person could lead to being cheated on with, with my partner. Yes. When really, it's appropriate to talk to new people. It can be yeah. of the, the gender that the person likes or not, um, it doesn't really matter. That's the whole point is this, this hurt is trapped inside 
And then when we see this threat that we understood that hurt came from previously, those are still linked in the brain. It's mm -hmm. still activating all of that really scary, painful experiences. So then boom, jealousy comes out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Side note, as I'm trying to talk about this, I think it might be useful for us to just kind of um, label a context of uh, the relationship. So I'm not saying part partner, uh, new person, yeah. this or whatever, just make it cleaner for, yeah. um, for our listeners. I think maybe we can use the example of like seeing access, mm -hmm. whether it's a dating app that's not being used necessarily or Instagram liking of other girls' photos or guys' photos. Yeah gender neutral like what that would bring about is jealousy right like why yeah. are you looking at other things when you have me yeah yeah I love that let's, let's use the social media context because that's a super common and be very useful in this discussion where as you're acknowledging I just want to like hit it home being on Instagram or or some other platform and your partner's engaging with other people on there and that's that's okay yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want a, some clear boundaries on how to do that in a relationship, yeah. you can check out our previous episode yeah. that we did about social media boundaries. But let's go with the idea that these are all, again, perfect partner, they're appropriate boundaries, they're engaging and not seeing anything inappropriate, but just normal liking, commenting on, on social media. But you're sitting there, uh, you know, uh, this is your relationship, your senior partner do that. And those, that engagement online is a threat. It brings up that activation. Uh, and then you know, you experience it as jealousy. And what I'm really trying to articulate is what's going on is you're seeing your partner engage or you notice that they're into that. And there's this threat that's inside of you that, yeah. oh my gosh, if they're, you know, have this app that they thought was deleted, but isn't, or they're commenting on other attractive humans, Instagram posts, even if they're appropriate comments, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous you're doing that. Yes. There's this threat because in the past you were hurt and that action led to cheating. Mm -hmm. So I, I just think like hitting my point home is first noticing that this is a threat from this past hurt and just needing to acknowledge that's a situation. It's so you can differentiate that what you're experiencing with your current partner is, is different than what happened to you with your past partner. And it's so you can be aware and acknowledge that the next things we're going to talk about, about how to stop being jealous, isn't going to be very useful. You've got to slow it down and notice that this is the process. And that's where uh, I think uploading the yeah. worksheet or part of it, mm -hmm. just to highlight yeah. that what we'll go through before we dive into how to prevent it is. Yeah. Prompting events for jealousy are an important yeah. relationship being threatened, mm -hmm. a potential um, person comes in and takes away the time or the energy of the person that you're with, um, someone goes out with the person you like, uh -huh. someone ignore your partner ignores you while you're out, mm -hmm. right? These are some, some examples of prompting events, a person you're interested in romantically looks at somebody else, right? How you interpret those events is what mm -hmm. you're talking about, right? Yes. Believing your partner doesn't care for you. You're nothing to them. You're, they're going to yeah. leave you. They're behaving inappropriately. Um, you don't measure up to who they're looking at, right? Mm -hmm. That this in your body changes, like probably we've all experienced fast heartbeat, jaw clenching, mm -hmm. becoming suspicious, uh, feeling yep. helpless, needing to really 
control, which makes you, right, when you act on jealousy, mm -hmm. so this is where we're going to talk about how not to do this in an yes. ineffective way, there's yeah. an effective way to act on it, yeah. you could attempt to control the freedom you're the freedom of the person you're afraid of losing you could spy on them you could snoop you could collect evidence of their wrongdoings and like give them the book of like this is what i found out right and the after effects of going through all of that if it's not remedied you would be hyper vigilant in all of your other relationships which is what this person is going through especially after infidelity yeah. and being mistrustful of other people across the board right mm -hmm. likely this listener went through this step-by-step -step i just listed with the previous partner potentially with the infidelity yeah. ahead of time there's some level of gut instinct where we kind of know something's up, whether it's ever proven or not is another episode, but <laughs> yeah. usually we have a pretty good gut. Something's going on where their attention is elsewhere. So really making sure that if we're looking at what our normal gut reactions to express our jealousy are mm -hmm. ineffectively would be spying, snooping, accusing, gathering all the evidence, et cetera. Yeah. And, and this is where we can now shift. We're talking about how to deal with your jealousy in an effective way so it would be yes. destructive is sharing this with the current person you're with and it's yeah. your story your narrative that you're yes. asking them to witness it's not yeah. accusing them at all and yeah. it's saying hey i've noticed like we've said before sometimes mm -hmm. i've noticed more often than not or i've noticed lately right this is just it's all about me like i me mind statements and not like when you do this i feel it's like i've noticed I'm feeling mm -hmm. jealousy come up inside of me in these ways. And it's stemming from, I think, seeing this behavior come out of you, which reminds me of an ex-partner who cheated on me. And I don't like that my brain is putting the two of you together. I've had to say this to a partner. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like that my brain even lumps you into the same thought process, right? Yeah. And I know you're not that person. Mm -hmm. I'm very clear with myself. So I'm not accusing you that anything is happening. Mm -hmm. I would like to address what's going on so we don't have a blow up. And so those old behaviors or the ineffective ways of acting on jealousy don't come up. Yes. Is this okay for us to talk about? Can we chat? I, you know, maybe I'm a little nervous, feeling vulnerable that I'm going to be, be judged, um, mm -hmm. not just by you, but it, it's weird for me to have to say this. I feel really vulnerable, yeah. but this is what's really happening for me, right? That is a beautiful way yes. to navigate through, hey, I'm feeling jealous rather than passive aggressively acting jealous till they ask, yes. either ask yeah. or worse, don't ask what's wrong. <laughs> and there's a whole other issue. So how do you prevent this? Mm -hmm. Getting ahead of the game tell your partner, you don't need to tell them the whole story of your past relationship, but share with them, right? This thing, this major life event happened to me in which trust was really ruptured with the opposite of the same sex or whatever. And that's kind of what my brain is fighting against when I'm dating new people is I have a deep fear potentially that this may happen again. And I don't want to have that fear with you. So I'd like to talk about it instead. That's how I would approach it and have yes. approached it in the past. Yes. And what's so important you're saying is encouraging, sharing your hurt and fears, which yes. is why I was saying like, Hey, you got to first acknowledge this, what's going on under yes. jealousy, sharing that hurt and fear, which is so vulnerable, as you say, that's a very scary space to go, but it's very cool. And while you're sharing your experience, your narrative, your story, your hurts and fears, you're, you're turning to your partner for support. Yeah. And let me tell you, listeners, sharing vulnerab vulnerably and 
asking your partner for support, those are the antidotes yes. to the hurt and fear of jealousy. Yes. Because by doing that, by sharing vulnerably your experience and having, you know, and asking your partner for support, you're going to build connection and that's going to be intimate. And that's what builds trust. Yes. And the antidote to jealousy is that trust. Because yes. when you can turn and, sh- and share with your partner vulnerably that hurt and fear, and then say, hey, I need some support in going through this. I know this isn't about you. This is about my past relationship. And your new partner, again, perfect partner, is mm-hmm. there attuned, available, yes. and does that each time. It's not just a one-time chat. It's every moment this comes up. And yes. you get that consistency over time of your partner being there. Boom, yep. that trust is there. Boom, you're going to start realizing that, ah, oh, that's helping me heal this hurt mm-hmm. and this fear. I know that this partner, my new partner is there for me. And mm-hmm. then you'll, and then over time, that consistency, that's where the trust is. And again, trust that antidote to jealousy. And that's exactly yeah. what we talk about when yeah. it comes to like the therapeutic process of it, mm-hmm. right? Like in skills, mm-hmm. it, the opposite action to feeling jealous is mm-hmm. letting go of trying to control mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. and to try in this case with the infidelity piece, um, or the concern of that and that coming up, um, it's stop it potentially, right? Stopping spying or snooping. Mm-hmm. Don't probe, right? Yeah. Fire, fire your internal private detective. <laughs> don't, don't avoid this because it yeah. will fester, right? I know that as a person and as a therapist, it's going to fester. Yeah. So yeah. take in all the information you have, yeah. be patient and try and trust in your nervous system. Again, we've talked about if this partner really has done nothing suspicious. Yes. Yes. There's no need. That's a big caveat. Yes. Um, and also biologically changing that posture, changing your biochemistry where you're having the conversation and kind of like sitting, like I sit cross-legged, like open hands, like on like an ohm, like yoga position mm-hmm. almost, mm-hmm. or facing towards your partner, having an arm mm-hmm. on their shoulder, like being in physical contact with them. Please don't do this over text or phone call. Like if you're in a long distance relationship, different, but like we're talking about in people in person relationships, do this face to face, do this comfortably, be close to your partner and share. Hey, right. Very soft, gentle startup. Yes. High 90 percentages. If you start the conversation (laughs) that way, it will end that way. And it's about you, right? I'm sharing my experience so you can learn more about my inner world. I'm not really even making a request sometimes for you to change anything. I would just like to see what this awareness I have in myself that I'm sharing with you brings about in our relationship, the delivery matters so much. So yeah. the antidotes would be sharing, leaning mm-hmm. in and being vulnerable. And if there is that leftover defensiveness, or if you notice that your partner does get defensive, don't automatically jump to the conclusion that they're cheating. Mm-hmm. Sit back and notice, is now a good time for us to talk about it? I, maybe I am more perceptive than most. I'm getting the vibe that this is bringing up something uncomfortable and I don't want to catch you off guard, right? Literally just icing it with being kind and and appreciative. So it doesn't derail and go into, this is exactly why you were cheating, right? Yeah. Your response lets me know everything. They're like, what? Like, Which I actually, I want to jump to that because as you said, like if you're sharing and your partner might be a little uncomfortable or like in some way defensive, and you jump to the conclusion, oh, see, they are. I just want to point out that's another great moment of that might be that moment of threat that's yeah. from the past relationship. It's, ooh, that's me looking for that answer. That is me going, ooh, PTSD right there. That, yeah. That's a moment of hurt and fear. Like, see, they're being defensive. Therefore, 
they must be also doing something that I'm jealous of when really it's like, no, that's that past hurt coming up. That's, that's so hard. And just noticing that soothing and grounding yourself, like you're saying, taking it real soft, really gentle startups and noticing those moments are so key. Mm-hmm. I also want to jump on something you said. <laughs> Can we just agree? Um, a blanket rule for this discussion, not via text. Ever. Don't message. Nothing don't text this. Text. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't do yeah. it. I have so many couples be like, so we were texting. I said, get out of my office right now. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I just had a visceral reaction. We literally talk about this every session. Don't yeah. like, yes. why? Why would you invite yeah. conflict into your relationship? Yes. Just in general, blanket rule. If it's an important important conversation, yeah, nothing important over text. If you're long distance and it has to be face-to-face, FaceTime them. FaceTime. And crouch it. Let's just say crouch it in the intent. Say, hey, can we have an important conversation? Yes. I love your full focus so I can also have my full focus. So this can be a very positive growth conversation when works for you. And this is again, maybe another episode, sometimes your partner will avoid it or skirt around it, et cetera. That's when you just have to show up at their house. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Show up at their work, schedule a meeting with them. Don't do that. Yes. Uh, No. In the middle of the night only show up at their house. (laughs) It's up to you watching them like the scene and she's the man. No, (laughs) don't do any of that. Really highlight the importance of, I want to share something I learned about me with you. I'd love to share this with you, mm-hmm. would this time work, right? And in our yes. perfect world that we've orchestrated, like yeah. as one does, mm-hmm. this person will go, sure, right? If I got that text, I mean, I know me, so it's probably subterfuge, but I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, don't, you know, don't bring a, what is it, knife to a gunfight kind of a thing, but yeah. like, you want to make sure you're being clear of like what the goal is and you're not trying to dupe your partner and be like, oh, I'm so excited to tell you about so-and-so's birthday. Actually, it's not about her birthday, by the way, it's this, like, mm-hmm. let them know ahead of time. I learned something about me. I have mm-hmm. insight I want to share with you. Can I do that with you this evening mm-hmm. when we meet or once they already show up from the beginning, right? Just yeah. right when they walk in the door or wherever you're meeting, I have this cool thing to share. Do you want to do it before, after dinner, before, after the movie, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like just don't make it a big deal. So many people I lovingly say this, ruin moments by making it way too big of a deal. So their partner's actually reacting to the big deal that has been made, not the actual content. They're like, they make the face of like, what? And the person's like, see, I knew you were going to be like, no, I'm making this face because this is so inconsequential. Why didn't you tell me sooner? And then we're like, oh, my bad, right? Like just be direct, be assertive. There's nothing that can't be solved by a conversation. And if they are not the part, your true partner, right? You're the one or a one will be able to work through those things with you. And if this partner is not that person, better to find out sooner than later, as Mm -hmm. I always say on this show, Mm -hmm. do it with love. This gives you practice because this is how we want you to handle things from now until the end of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think adding to that about how your partner reacts when you bring it up, um, again, we're we're in the space where current partner is is a partner that is in a really good space. Yes. And with that, that doesn't mean that the first time you bring it up, the partner may not have some of that defensiveness yeah. or that kind of what, because yeah. they're going to process that emotion, but they're also going to be available to you. They're going to in yeah. some way start listening. And again, I just want to reiterate, this isn't a one-time conversation where you're talking about jealousy, that kind of hurt and fear that comes from a past partner cheating. It's not like you share this vulnerability once and ask for support once. 
So the first time your partner's also learning how to support you in those moments. But what's cool is if you don't do this over text, if you do ask for an intentional time and have an important conversation, your partner's going to be there and hear you. Maybe the first one will take both of you a little adjusting to get this language into the relationship, but then multiple times in the future, it'll be great because your partner will be like, oh, there's that thing that you shared with me before that was really hard for you. I'm here for you now again. I'm here for you now again. And that's, again, that sweet, sweet antidote <laughs> that that trust building over time, your partner's learning like, oh yeah, we know, we know what this is. There's that hurt. There's that fear from the past. I got you. I'm here for you. Because it's not, this is one of the most difficult lessons yeah. in life for all of us to learn. It's not about us. Yeah. Like no one thinks about us as much as we do about ourselves. Yep. So, the sun doesn't revolve and the world does not revolve, right? We're not the, the whole solar system. Mm -hmm. It's your personal experience. You are sharing with another person, asking for a witness, inviting them in to care for you in that way mm -hmm. and seeing what occurs from that. It may take some reminders. It may take some patterning. It's worthwhile to teach other people your insight that you've gained about yourself because it prevents, right? Jealousy, yeah. resentment, hurt, arguments, et cetera very gentle, especially around infidelity when this is such an amazing partner. Like we've yeah. created this, for this <laughs> amazing person we've created in our head. She's like, yeah, he's not like that though. No, <laughs> he's an, right. This person isn't, and we're, this person's an amazing person. Give them the chance, yeah. right? At, we don't know for certain what their response will be unless we give yeah. them a chance to respond. Do so gently face your jealousy head on. Yeah. They're amazing. Not perfect. Let's also put that. I was saying perfect earlier. They're amazing. They're not, not perfect. They're, they're going to have to do stuff on their own and, you know, be there. Yeah. Anyway, I like that we're really focusing on the, for me, I think the key note is this relational experience yeah. between the two. I do want to note there's other ways to support you in stopping being jealous. Mm -hmm. um, one of them that we, that you've kind of touched on, but we haven't really highlighted specifically is taking some individual work. And as yeah. you take this concept of, hey, there's these hurt and fears. If you're the one experiencing this jealousy, doing some individual work and you know, sitting with that with yourself and going, okay, I know these are hurts and fears from my past relationship. I need to start processing and healing my own hurt from that and not a, you know, lay that at my partner's feet completely. Again, I think there's a great healing experience within your new relationship to heal that hurt, but there's also a certain level of individual responsibility to like manage that hurt. I was saying, I think that's really key. Yes, I think so as well. And as we continue on with our episodes, I, I think we should maybe do an episode on like when to self-regulate and when to yes. co-regulate. Yeah, big topic. Uh, I love that idea. Let's hit that up for another episode about balancing emotional regulation of yourself versus when you're co-regulating. Um, another thing to think about for how to stop being jealous, you know, so we've talked to primarily the antidote within the relationship, how to look at you individually. Also consider when to turn to your other social supports to not manage this media. hurt. And fear, but not on social media. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. Like Just I'm stop. so sick of seeing it. Just stop. Yeah. It's not your diary. Yes. Turn Let's be clear. Social support system, human beings, trusted, <laughs> trusted sources, or your own therapist. Yes. Yes. Very helpful. A mentor, even a sounding board, yeah. right? Yeah. This is what I talk to a lot of my people about that. They'll complain sometimes yeah. that their dads aren't the most emotionally attuned, but yeah. they'll sit and listen. They may yeah. not have the best advice, but they will really 
sit and listen and focus and men are very good at, at solving problems, right? Mm -hmm. So if you just say, hey, what's going on, right? Uh -huh. If you have that in your life, talk to a male friend, a female friend, trusted resources. Uh -huh. And the key is once you arrive at it and feel calm, you need to go back and tell the person you have this issue with Yes. Because if you don't, your brain goes, we've solved it. And then you go back to the same situation. Your brain goes, why didn't we solve it? You dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah. Because you haven't addressed it with who needs to learn the information you've gleaned from your support system. Yes, absolutely. But the point of going to the support system is to glean that information yes. and then bring it to your relationship. Yes. And I think it, like to be clear on like an example is turning to like your best friend and sharing that you're struggling with these feelings of jealousy with your current relationship. And having listened to this podcast, you know, man, there's this past hurt that's coming up for me in my current relationship. I don't want it to ruin this great new relationship. So I'm really feeling this hurt and sharing with your best friend that hurt. Again, that, that, it, that processing you can do to say, oh man, I'm struggling here and leaning on your best friend to support you getting through that hurt. And whatever information in the new relationship comes out with that discussion, great. Then you can go to your relationship with your current relationship with that new information and share it. Or you might even realize what was cool was you were able to lean on your best friend to, to get through those difficult pain experiences that hurt. And you don't even need your, your current relationship now to support you in that way. Still good to go back and share the information. Definitely, yeah. definitely want to still clue the partner yeah. in. But yes. what's cool is what I'm pointing out is either when you're processing individually for yourself the hurt or you're using your social network, your best friend to get through it, you can go back to your current relationship with even more understanding and grounded clarity to share with your new partner what's going on for you. Yes. And that's, that's the idea is looking at this like really sweet trifecta. You've got your individual responsibility to look at that hurt and, and heal. You have your actual relationship to gain support and have a new emotionally correcting experience to build trust. And you have whoever your relationships are, your other social networks to help guide you through this and to be there. If you hit all those three to heal this hurt, that's going to be, you're going to start noticing this jealousy going away over time. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be a light switch. It's just like, bing, done. But it'll, it'll start moving in that direction. And I think as I even talk about this out loud, I didn't even think about this ahead of the episode is I'm noticing like the entire thing I'm saying is process the hurt. <laughs> Get through that hurt from your past relationship. Yes. Taking that, taking that as the number one, uh, I think, uh, umbrella idea from this episode is noticing you have this hurt and it needs to be processed in a constructive way. And these three mm -hmm. domains are really useful. Mm -hmm. It's the quote what is if you don't heal your hurt, you bleed on people who didn't cut you. Exactly. Right. So yeah. do the work yourself, even mm -hmm. if you don't have to wait till you're fully healed to be in a new relationship, <laughs> but you should have some idea and containment of what your triggers are, how to <laughs> voice them. It's okay. Yeah. We've all had a past, right? So yep. has your partner. So maybe when you share this with them, they'll have their own reactions that have literally nothing to do with you because yeah. they have not been in your life for your whole life. Let them process and then come back together if you notice mm -hmm. that. That would be my final piece of sage advice and stay in school. <laughs> and stay in school for the rest of your life. <laughs> always be in Never school. Never stop learning. <laughs> <laughs> that I do agree with. Never stop learning. I like that. I think that's a good, that's a good wrap up for how to stop being jealous. Yeah. 
and how to manage your jealousy after uh, a previous relationship's infidelity. Very cool. Yes. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening to episode 51. If you have questions just like this uh, listener question that spurned this idea for the episode, shoot us an email where you can be reached Ryan and Talia at the couples guide podcast.com or slide in our DMs at the couples guide podcast. Thanks so much. We'll catch you next time. And see. And scene. The only okay. note, editing note I would yeah. add is in the beginning to make it just when I was deciding between the two, uh-huh. make it just about the social media one, if that's at all possible. That's my only note that I have. Deciding between the two. Like oh, the two topics. Yeah, example, yeah. The... Just to clean it up and just go with the yeah. social media one that I landed on would be great. Okay. Yeah. We'll take out the, the friend example. Thanks. Sounds good. And then I will edit the intro super fast. It won't take me long at all. I'll send it over to you. And then I'm going to email you the jealousy opposite action, whatever it is in the show notes. So you can add that while you're doing the new episode posting, even if it's just URLs for them. I was just going to say, where does that go? Um, I'll figure it out. If I have a question, I'll let you know. But yeah, cool. Yeah. There's a section on the podcasting little pop-up that says show notes. Oh, cool. Perfect. You'll just add it there. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Sounds good. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Talk to you soon. Bye, friend. You too.